Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. One trophy has already been handed out. Welcome to TC Live as we get you ready for semifinal Saturday in San Diego at the top of the hour. Plus, another final in Acapulco as we are just four sleeps away from our coverage of Indian Wells. Featured matches coming up tonight in Santiago. Quarantine Mute taking on Alejandro Tavilo. And Pedro Martinez faces Sebastian Baez, the semis in San Diego. Have Emma Navarro and Katie Bolter on one side, Jesse Pagula and Marta Kostiuk on the other. Then we've got Alex Dimonor and Kasparud battling for a title in Mexico. What a night. Here's what else we have for you over the next half hour. The Dubai final featuring a couple guys playing the biggest match of their lives with career-high rankings on the line as well, who made some history. Plus, with a new coach in her camp, Jess Pagula is cooking in San Diego. The top seed will play for a final spot in singles and doubles tonight. And don't worry, Andy Roddick is still going to be on TC Live, but he's got a new weekly gig on T2 we'll tell you all about. Be ready to get served. Come on into our studios here in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman, so happy to be back alongside Andrea Petkovich and Mark Petschi. It's a long time coming, but finally, on a Saturday, TC Live has returned. Andrea, I know you've had seven outfits prepared for this week. <laughs> And you had to debut today, first time. I know. I had all, I thought so well about everything. I packed so smartly. I never do. I had seven outfits. This is the first time I'm on camera. And this is what I chose. Very boring, I know. But, you know. All business today. All business. <laughs> Love all the things. earrings, though. Thank you. I thought I'd bring in a little bit of a spice on a rainy Saturday here in L.A. That's right. A rainy Saturday. It's not supposed to rain in Southern California, Petch. But in Southern California, San Diego tonight, we've got a good one. Top-ranked Brit Katie Bolter taking on Emma Navarro, who's on the verge of the top 20. What are your early thoughts? Yeah, I think it's great for Katie. It's been a, it's been a long time coming, obviously. It's been a good, uh, it's been a good year for her. Alex Dimonor has also gotten a little assist there from last year <laughs> when they had a great FaceTime call and getting through to the semis of the biggest ever tournament that she has. And it's a bit of a coin toss. I know Emma Navarro has been picking up wins for fun in 2024 and a title in Hobart, but I do like Katie's chances out there. Your thoughts? I, I agree. I think Katie is playing better than ever, and I really like how much she has improved her defensive game. She was always great on the offensive. We saw her fantastic results on grass, but now she's playing much smarter from the back of the line as well. Got a bit more margin over the net, so this is going to be an interesting one. But Emma looked very, very good yesterday. Very good. She's looked good all year long. I mean, both players getting a ton of wins. Looking forward to that. We'll talk more about it later in the show. But first, got to get to what everybody is still talking about in the tennis world, Andre Rublev getting defaulted in Dubai after shouting in a line judge's face late in the third set about a call 
Petch and Petko will give their thoughts later in the show. Lots of opinions on this. But Alexander Bublik moved on to the final earlier today, looking for a second title of the season, taking on Ugo and Bearpetch. Both Frenchmen, just a pure closer, perfect in ATP finals coming in. Yeah, only one opinion needed here. The Frenchman is playing the tennis of his life right now, arguably one of the cleanest ball strikers out there after Sinner and Novak, and he's also defending very nicely too. It's been absolutely wonderful to watch. He had that dip in after 2021, and he has put it all together. You live by the sword, and you die by it, and that's Public second serve. He died by it on the set point, and it was a great start to the second set for him there. Returning beautifully, putting the pressure on. He nabs the break, and then he ends up holding his breaks all the way through the second set. And there was really nothing that Public, you felt, could do to change the tide against him. And it's another lovely swinging serve, just fearless at championship point. Chapeau, Hugo. <laughs> you go, I go, we all go. Another win for Hugo Humbert. Viva la France, allez le bleu. 25 winners, takes it in straight sets, improves to a perfect 6-0 in ATP finals. Got the fireworks going off in the Middle East. And take a look at this. Hugo Humbert, now the third player in the open era to win his first six tour-level finals. He has now upset both of those guys. Hubie Hercotch and Daniil Medvedev on the way to this title. I actually had to save match points against Hubie Hercotch up to a career-high 14 in the world. The first Frenchman in the top 15 since Gael Monfils. So Hugo Humbert doing big things. What impressed you the most about the way he was able to come through? Well, honestly, when I watch tennis players, I still have my tennis player hat on. And I look at them, and this is an old disease from my former job as a tennis player, I tried to find weaknesses. How would I play against them if I was facing them? And against Hugo, I wouldn't want to play him. He has no weakness. I really don't know, Mark. How would you play him? I don't see a weakness in his game. Yeah, trying to take the time away from him is so important, but it's so difficult to do it, as you say, Andrea, because of the lefty serve, how early he takes it up on the baseline. And you look back at 2021, he had all the pieces of the puzzle put together, but like somebody that has so much variety, they all kind of broke away for a while, but he's put them back together for the second time, and I don't think they're going to disconnect. I, 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 he's here to stay, and I think he will be top 10 soon. Awesome. Top, top 10 soon. What are yeah. your thoughts on, on a ceiling for Ugo? Going back, can he make top five? Can he win a major? I honestly think I, I I believe so. I think that his best shot should come on grass, strangely, because he takes the ball so early and he has a, he has the ability to change directions at will. I think Novak Djokovic, somebody who does that so well too. And this is the first other guy where I see like I don't see when he's going to change up the line, and this is so important on on grass, especially if you play that down the line well. So I think he should. Be really happy when when the season goes on to Wimbledon and London. All right, we shall see. No weaknesses for Ugo Embert. Six love he is in finals. Six and zero. Oh. All right, let's preview the Acapulco final coming up tonight, ten o'clock Eastern. Here's how we got there. Alex Dimonor in the semifinals against the Brit Jack Draper. Andrea. Alex Deminor, wow, what an improvement, improved forehand, improved serve, and most importantly, improved head-to-head -head against Stefanos Tsitsipas because nobody beats Alex Deminor 11 times in a row. That's a Mark Petschy line. I stole it from him, but Jack Draper, he was cruising through Acapulco. He only lost a few games in every single match, but he was starting to struggle, and so many times in his life has his body let him down. This time we hear it's food poisoning, an illness, so not a lot he can do. And these type of rallies really don't help. Deminor moving his opponent over and over again. And look at that serve. That's slower than my serve. There must be something wrong. And it was 
Jack Draper forced to retire for Lovejoy. Oof, that's tough food poisoning for Jack Draper, but for the Demon, first player since David Ferrer to make the Acapulco final in consecutive years. He's having the season of his life inside the top ten. On the other side, we saw the big Scandinavian battle between Holger Runa and Kasper Ruud Petsch, and Ruud has really dominated this head-to-head. -head. He has. Um, this is why you download the QR code for TC Plus last night. We had Jesper Gula on, we had this on. It was a great contest. Runa looked as though he'd found the magic elixir in having Patrick Moritogalu back on his bag in that opening set, but he couldn't break through in the second game of the second set. He was a bit conservative, and against somebody of the quality of Ruud, you just can't allow him time on the ball. He found a way back in into that second set. We saw Runa with the doctor out at the end of the second. He was feeling the effects of the heat, but he still managed to come up with some miraculous shots. Look at this. Unreal. Goes a breakup 3-1 in the third. He ends up losing his serve. He then breaks Rude again to go up 4-2, and you kind of feel as though it's going to be his night, but the Norwegian is just so tough. He is mentally tough, physically tough, and they're just a no weaknesses. And yet, in Runa's young career, we've seen this site too many times. He's going to have to figure out a way to kind of get through some of these intense battles with his physicality. But Kasper Ruud, to me this year, Steve, has impressed so, so much with his changes. Let's hear from him after the win. Have you got any insight into the game plan you're going to have tomorrow? Go on. Ah, well, you know, uh, Alex is a great player, and here in Acapulco, he's uh, unbeatable so far. You know, he's uh, won once the first time he came, and now in the final. So uh, I'm going to just give it my all, try to rest up tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun final no matter what. It's always fun to play finals. I, I said it also before last week's final. You know, you don't play fi finals every single week, so got to take care of the chances. And I lost one last week, and I'm going to try to get it back. 10 o'clock Eastern coming your way. The final from Acapulco. Rematch of the next-gen finals from 2019. The Demon won that. Also played a challenger in 2018 that Rude won. Mark Knowles, Hall of Famer Tracy Austin on the call tonight on Tennis Channel. Looking forward to it. And, Andrea, two of the hottest players on tour this year when you have Casper Rude, who's now back inside the top ten. Mm -hmm. Alex Demonor, who's already there. Who do you give the edge to? That's a really good question. I think I will go with Alex just because I saw him play and I think he's so much improved. I mentioned it now. I will say, however, what a big difference one year makes. Kasper Ruud, last year, he was so good in 2022. And last year in Acapulco, it started to dwindle down. And now he's turned it around for him, played finals last week, again in the final this week. And he's one to watch. I think Indian Wells is the perfect condition for him. It's a slow, hard court. The ball jumps high. He can use his forehand. So really want to keep an eye out for. Steve, what I've loved about Casper this year is the change of direction in terms of where he's standing on the ad side with his serve. But also last night against Holger, if you were watching, he was doing the crush and rush. How many times have we seen Casper Ruud just go deep, return the ball from there or chip? He's now driving through the returns, even when he's hanging up on the baseline. Crushing and rushing is a new wrinkle for the Norwegian. I love the fact that as good as he is, he is able to improve his game and he has taken a leaf out of all the greats of the past that have been able just to stay ahead of their competitors that might be crucial against Alex as well to try and shorten some of those points yeah, this is a guy who's been to two in the yeah. world made major finals 13 and two this year Casper looking forward to this final because the demons playing spectacular tennis as well we actually have semifinals in Austin going on right now as we speak you can watch that over on T2 get that second screen experience so listen to us watch a little tennis in Austin as well tennis channel has you covered on all angles TC plus T2 the regular tennis channel, the behemoth. Still to come on the show, 
We will tell you about the fastest climbing American on the WTA tour, on the verge of some new history, and we will try to make sense of Andre Rublev's frantic Friday behavior. You may not believe what Petch and Petco have to say about this. Stay with us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Back on TC Live, one of the most popular voices in tennis finally has his own podcast. Our guy, check out T2 for weekly video episodes of Served with Andy Roddick. Watches the Hall of Famer discusses news and hot button issues in the sport with John Wertheim and special guests. It is served with Andy Roddick, premiering on T2 tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Here's a little teaser of Andy discussing both current world number ones. Spiatek is is it's a it's a weird thing because when she's set and has time, she probably has the best forehand in the world, right? That especially on on the women's side. And the footwork is so good. There's little steps. What Novak does so well doesn't immediately jump off the screen to an untrained tennis eye. But if you can make an argument against his numbers, you are being willfully ignorant at this point. That's what I think. Why am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what he does. All right. Is he right? Is he wrong? I would say Andy, for the most times, is right. You have to give that to him. On the other hand, whatever Andy can do to not leave his bedroom, he will do. So a podcast seems perfect. A podcast seems perfect. Andy, congratulations. I'm happy for you. You won't have to leave your bedroom ever again. Yeah, and happy hours move to 8 p.m., I see, in the U.S. Yes, that's that's right. 8 p.m. to to, T2. 5 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Pacific, exactly. So uh, it's a good time for the Pacific happy hour. You're right. But Andy Andy being Andy is going to be awesome for the sport. I've said in the past that we're lucky that he still wants to have an involvement in it. Here's a guy that's been so successful financially and obviously from on the tennis court that still wants to put back. We need entertainment in this sport. He's one of the great entertainers. He's one of the great narrators. And he is going to have some hot, hot takes. and And it's beautiful to watch people melt down over it as well i, I love that yes yes I love it. It, it, create, it creates a conversation absolutely it's literally the only podcast i listen to yeah. the oh, only one interesting. I, I love it the one with max eisenbud is the one that just came out so that, that's super agent he talks about why, why max made him believe in unicorns yeah so check it out served with andy roddick and of course watch it on t2 tomorrow night 8 p.m eastern john wertheim's on a lot of them he does a fantastic job with andy as well Meantime, still to come after a busy week around the globe, one of these guys, not that one, gets our hottest shot so far. (laughs) 
Hedge Petco Weissman back with you, and we are just four sleeps away. One of the biggest tournaments in the world coming back. The BNP Paribas Open live. First ball to last right here on Tennis Channel. TC Live comes your way every day, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Myself, Prakash Amitraj, Lindsay Davenport, Coco Vandeweghe, Martina Navratilova, and more. Cannot wait to get to the desert for Indian Wells. Tennis paradise. But first... Back to Santiago we go, Petch. And how about Sebastian Baez looking to extend his match-winning streak to seven against Jean Munar? Yeah, and he did a great job. It was uh, national come as a chair day in the crowd, as you can see, um, <laughs> down in Santiago. Uh, a couple of people, as you can see, turned up and, and sort of uh, missed the curfew. But for Baez's point of view, he didn't miss too much until the second set. He was down 4-1 against Jaime Muno, but he turned it around magnificently, reeling off five straight games. He just had a little bit more firepower. Uh, uh, he's not the tallest guy, as we know, but he is able to move his opponents around on the clay courts almost better than anyone else. It was a, a big game, actually, in the opening set where he got the momentum, and he never really looked, even though he dropped behind in the second set, as though he was going to be particularly troubled. Um, I'm absolutely delighted for him. He's another player that went stone cold Very after awesome. being red hot, and he's re recovered his form, and he looks tough to beat in he, he does. Won his biggest career title last week in Rio, so that streak keeps on going into his 10th tour-level semifinal. Third straight in Santiago, taking on Pedro Martinez later today. And then the match you all are calling, Corentin Mute, who is the fan favorite oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. They love him in Chile. Yeah, they got a monument already outside. Right, for the Frenchman. They, they love that guy. Cannot wait. He was, he was giving his heart out to the people last night. Good draw there in Santiago. Meantime, in San Diego, the quarterfinals yesterday, Andrea Emma Navarro, young American, taking on Daria Saville. And uh, this one was in the first set quickly to Saville. But then what happened? Well, then what happened, Emma Navarro found the footing that she has had all season long. She is looking so, so good. Her forehand is improved. Her movement is improved. She looks lean and mean and ready to pounce. And Seville, she really, really tried everything. She changed the pace. She tried drop shots. She tried using the forehand from the middle of the court. But there was a no going through Emma Navarro. She looks so solid. She's similar like Hugo. They don't play the same, but similar in the terms of not really having a weakness. It's really hard to take time away from her. And she just is so calm at all times, so even keeled, something I wouldn't know a thing about. <laughs> <laughs> she really, like, that. her demeanor stays on that same level the entire... She has said, listen, inside, things are cooking, but, but she keeps it cool, calm, collected. And she is back into the semifinals there in San Diego. On the other side, we had Jesse Pagula taking on Anna Blinkova. Blinkova has been on a hot streak, and Pagula looking to make her first semifinal of the season, Touch. Yeah, well, she's, she's, she's playing exceptionally well um, already, obviously, with the new coach. And Andrea, she, she actually weathered a bit of a storm at the start of this match against Blinkova very well. She really did. But I have to say, after that start was over, she that first set was the best set I've seen Jessie play all season long. She took the ball early. She looked, with, she looked like she was hitting the ball with a lot more confidence. She was using a bit of variety. She appeared at the net. In the second set, it almost looked like she was shocked by her level because when you have a big change, sometimes it takes a while before everything settles in. So she needed a little bit of a breather. In the third set, everything came back together again, and she is looking very good. And I think the change in her team is finally coming together. 
first semifinal of the season. We'll look to make the first final of the season. She's also playing in the double semifinals later tonight as well. So Jesse Pagula, the top seed, will take on Marta Kostiak. And then Emma Navarro against Katie Bolter. We will preview those matches later on TC Live. But first, let's see what's trending on social media. And there is only one thing to talk about right now, and that's Andre Rublev facing Alexander Bublik yesterday. And then late in the third set, Thought a ball was out that was called in, goes over to the lines person, screams in his face. Now, another umpire comes over and said that Andre was cursing at him in Russian. He gets defaulted. Andre said, no, I was talking in English. At the end of the day, a lot of opinions on this. Rublev gets defaulted, loses the money, loses the points. What are your thoughts, Andrea? So I, I will say one thing. And it hurts me to say it because I really like Andre, but he kind of had it coming. What do I mean by that? He had two situations where he was really close to being over the line already. There was one in China, there was one at the UTS competition, and sometimes it just piles up. If we think about what happened to Novak Djokovic, all tournament long he had been hitting balls around and eventually he hit somebody, and it's similar with Andre Rublev. I don't know if this warranted a default, but I think the ATP also looks at past behavior and he got really close into faces of chair umpires and lines people before. And I think all of this eventually accumulated into this default and it's just an overall really sad situation for everyone. And uh, I don't know, Mark, what do you think about this? Andrew, I think this sets a dangerous precedent for players, to be honest. If any lines person doesn't particularly like you and you come up and say that you've said something and there's no uh, replay going back to the video footage to listen to the audio before you pull the ripcord on that player's uh, participation in a tournament, I think you're starting down a very dangerous track that the tour is going to have to suddenly put some rules into play. So I, I think that was me, number one. Number two, I think the racket was way too close to the lines person's face. That warranted a warning. I'm not sure it warranted a default. But what I will say is that for everybody, and there is a whole host and tennis bubble, but if you're going to burst the perimeter of this sport and take it global, you need to see this passion. You need to see undiluted passion, what this means to players. And with all electronic line calling, you're going to take away some of this passion where players right on the edge, which this was at the back end of that third set, it boils over. And that's what happened with Rublev in this match. I'm a big fan of the challenge system. I think it allows players to still get a little hot under the collar. Everyone talks about the golden generation with Mac and Connors, I mean, and how they were on the court and how people love to come and watch the show. Got to be careful that we don't sanitize this sport, make it too clinical, and we lose moments where, I agree, he stepped over the line there in terms of the racket, but I don't think that warrants a default in my book. Mm. Uh, both great points from you all. Uh, at the end of the day, maybe we don't do all electronic and we keep the challenge system, but video review, need that, hear what he had to say, and, and, and take care of it before we just default somebody, take away their money, take away their points. Sad situation for Andre Rublev, but uh, I, I will say, Petsch, uh, Yelena Ostapenko will still yell, even if it's at a machine. Oh, she, so. she, just, she, she yells at dinner. I'm sure she's yelling asleep. Haven't been there, but I'm assuming. I, I think she's chill off the court. I just think it's on the court. That electronic line call. You're wrong. No, I saw it, I saw it out. Uh, this is our center court schedule on a Sunday. We've got championships on the way in Austin, Santiago, and San Diego with TC Live as your post-game show tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. Back with your hot shot of the day and more after this. All right, it's that time. Hot shot of the day. Petco, it's all yours. Back to Jack Draper and Alex Dimonor. 
back to Jack Draper and Alex Dimonorin. We talked how much Alex has improved his forehand, his serve, but he shines here with his good old faithful, the footwork, the speed, and the little touch. Nice. I mean, does he have a weakness now? We're talking about him there, right? I think his only weakness is that he doesn't have a lot of shape on his shots, that on his bad days maybe he can't beat the great players when he's not playing, but when he's when he's on top like he was yesterday again, no. All right. Featured matches coming up tonight. We've got a bunch of them. Mute, Tabilo coming up right after this show, plus Martinez and Baez. In San Diego, we've got Emma Navarro taking on Katie Bolter, Jesse Pagula, and Marta Kostyuk. Winners of those matches go on to the final tomorrow, and then the final in Acapulco, Alex Dimonor and Casper Ruud. Let's talk about them. Stuck, starting with Navarro and Bolter. What's going to make the difference in this match, Becca? So I think the difference will make whether Katie can keep her level through the entire match because I do think that Emma is the more solid player. I think Emma, we saw it yesterday, she's able to keep a very high standard of play from first point to last. And that will be the question with Katie. I do think she has a bit more firepower, but can she upkeep it through the entire match? Yeah, I think Navarro's four, and we talked about it yesterday, Andrea, is one of the best shots out there on the women's tour at the moment. It's got so much bounce through the pace. And and as you've been saying, Katie loves to hit a flat ball. That thing's going to be getting right through her hit, her hit zone. The question is, is whether she can catch enough of them on the rise and fire them low back to Navarro without making a whole host of unforced errors. Jesse Pagula looking to make her 12th tour level final. The, the other three players in the semis are just looking for, for number two. She's taken on Marta Kostiak, who, by the way, has had a spectacular year herself. Uh, how do you see this one going? Yeah, it's a great matchup. Again, two great athletes, which you love to see out there on the court. So you're going to get some wonderful rallies between the two of them. I do think Jesse's confidence looks good this week. I think just the, the freshness, different voices, it just gives you a bit of a, a lift. And most of the time in players' careers, you change your coaches. It's at the highest inflection point that you can get. And then you you get the sort of outcome that we get, but Kostya's only 21, right? It's she's, a joke. she's only 21, and it's going to be a big, big test for Jesse Pula today. The reason why I say that is Marta Kostyuk has a lot of variety. She can spin the ball, she can hit the ball, she can come to the net, she plays drop shots, and when you're adjusting your game, when you're improving a few things, when somebody brings a lot of variety, that's when you can get into danger, so it's going to be a great test for Jesse to see where she's at right before the Sunshine Double. Sunshine Double. We could get our first all American final yeah. in the U.S. since 2017 U.S. Open final. Wow. How about that? That's right. Yeah. Sloan and Maddie. That's wild. Seven it, years. It's been a minute. It's been, a, it's been more than a minute. <laughs> uh, listen, we, we've got a great final coming up later tonight in Acapulco. We talked about it a little bit. Casper Rude, Alex Dimonor. Your pick is? Uh, you always... So for all the betters, for all the betters, you should just put the money on the other person that I name. So I'm gonna go with Alex Diminor. So Casper Ruud will probably win. Uh, um, to be honest, I'm just gonna go with a bit of tequila, T2, TC, uh, Mark and Tracy, and I'm just gonna sit back, watch that with some lime in it, and just savor it. How do you let him get off? And I always name names. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, you, can, you can push him. Yeah, we want a name. We want no, a name. I gave you a, I gave you a name. I'm, I'm going with tequila. <laughs> All right. Listen, you've got a match coming up that you're going to call between Corti Mute and Alejandro Tabilo. You've done all the prep work, all the research. What do you think stands out with these two? 
Well, they are both really smart players, so this will go, this will be very interesting because both of them really rely on their tactical mind, on variety, on placing the shots, creating spaces. So the question will be: A, can Corentin Moté get out of this match alive against another Chilean? And B, who can impose <laughs> himself first with a smart mind in the tennis world? I can't wait to uh, hear the cheers. We're going to hopefully be able to replay that. But to be honest with you, Steve, what you just said about doing the homework and prep, I'm about to go and do it. <laughs> on, on my way there. <laughs> Mute, just g- g- give it out to yeah. all, all those it's folks in Santiago. It's right? all my prep right now. Right, right there on your phone. All right, yeah, well, y- y'all head to the booth right now. Okay. You got two minutes. We're going to do a two-minute break after the show. Andre, you'll get to show the folks the entire outfit, the boots. Just fire. You, you walk out. We're going to take it out there. Yeah. I'm a, I'm <laughs> she can a, kick it. Go she on, can go. kick it, folks. <laughs> take, take the catwalk. Steve, it's been a pleasure. Been a, we'll see you back here for TC Live tomorrow, Petch. Andrea, I'll just you, see Steve. you here tomorrow. Bye. Catch the semifinals in Santiago after a quick break. Thanks for watching TC Live. we got big matches all night long, everybody.